day 27 of the pandemic or 37 or you know but who's counting um and we wanted to have a uh what day <laughs> should we count from like what i don't i don't know i'm kind of counting marker. from monday when i came well, back. well because we have bc before christ and then we have is that what AD, that stands for anno domini yeah does bc <laughs> now stand for before coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> bcv i BCV. guess so. A- ACV. So ACV is the next. So it's AD, ACV. Yeah. In the year of our Lord and then in the year of our after Savior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let me just, I, I don't know. We're going to have to backtrack on that because if I don't, yeah, yeah, if yeah, I don't yeah. drop my topic right now, I'm going to forget it. And I thought it was super funny. All right. Maybe it's not. Might delete later. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what I... <laughs> What I want to talk about is um, how to enrich yourself by entering politics. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't have any guidance on this, yeah. but apparently it's a thing. Apparently people <laughs> just, are motivated. Some of the, some people are motivated to do just that. And, and so there must be some kind of a plan out there that they're following, you know, like they like an instruction manual. <laughs> yeah, I think there must be an, the like there's out the between... anarchist cookbook and then there's the politician's guide to getting rich. Get, I mean, get, it, if Trump can do it, we all can do it, can't we? It's <laughs> no, because you didn't start out with, you know, a hundred million dollar check or something, which is the biggest difference. That'd be nice. Well, the cool thing about him is he's been right a lot. According to him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I saw him say it the other day. I just took it, you know, as being true because isn't everything that man says. Especially his true. tweets. I just to be fair, in the in the in the um I don't expression of, you know, being bipartisan and not okay, taking yeah. one uh, like fuck everybody. Oh fuck yes. <laughs> oh for sure. I would just like to put that out there first and foremost before we start picking on politicians of an actual um, partisanship. Yeah. I, I, Acknowledge I, I, it's all far, fair game. No, I'm always yeah. uh, addressing an individual yeah. when I speak about, uh, you know, politicians. Um, just because, the you know, the party affiliation, I don't think really matters. In, it in doesn't this, anymore, does it? No. No, because they're all aiming for the, ultimately the same result, which is, you know, I'm going to say that I'm serving the public while I help myself are, to are, the uh, trough. Are, are you aware of any politicians that aren't, like specifically are not like that? No. I, I mean, to be fair, you guys are probably a little more polit- political savvy than I am, but... Um, I'm not very much. Like, I, I try not to pay attention because it's too aggravating. Um, because I... I mean, in the piece that I just released last night, it was it's kind of remarking on that. Like, this is about as political as I get. It was like, how do we coordinate live hangings for everybody that's involved in this clusterfuck that's going on right now? Like, we went from, it's not a thing, it's in China, it's not going to come here, we've done all the measures, it's fine, it's not a pandemic, They're, the Democrats are using it as a ploy to... 
at that same time when all of that rhetoric was getting spilled, senators who are invested heavily into the stock market were bailing like crazy, shedding millions of dollars of stock. Or investing in the software that um, facilitates work from home. Holy shit, I did not know about that I didn't know that either. Yeah, there was apparently one instance. Roger uh, tuned me on to that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, uh, Like not only pulling out of the stock market to save themselves, but then investing in it to enrich, to actively enrich themselves. (laughs) <laughs> like, you know, save themselves like, OK, my portfolio is now worth, you know, th- th- is now worth this. If I pull out now before everybody realizes how bad this is, then I will get out to the good rather than watching myself lose X amount every fucking day. And um, Fuck. yeah, I my So I say stocks, not the stock market. Um, the stocks yeah. being the thing related to the pillory. But um, you know, stocks actually just left you in a seated position um, <clears throat> with your ankles locked down, and you could and and people could walk by and throw tomatoes at you and that kind of thing. I think last used, if I if the wiki is correct, in some country in Europe in 1905, which I'm just like, that is nice. Fuck yeah! <laughs> there has to um, be a point when you're that high up in power in politics that you know enough people that insider trading is almost just inherent. Because you talk to the right people, you have the right conversations. The right friends, yeah. So you know the right information without maybe going through it the way they'd consider it insider trading. But you just know you know all the people that own the companies and do the thing, and they might right. tell say like, "Hey, I was at a cocktail party with a friend, and he was he was bemoaning his third quarter, you know, right. <clears throat> revenue changes and that kind of thing." And so I. Um, <clears throat> discreetly texted my financial advisor and asked him to please bail the fuck out of that. You know, it's like not, and I guess that right there is in a sense, insider trading, but, but then I guess, how do you, I mean, on the one hand, not to advocate for the devil, um, how do you not, like if you know something, right. You know, like, Hey, we just, you know, my friend owns a company. He just invented like this, you know, amazing new fabric that, you know, blah, 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 or whatever that could be used for clothing in this industry and in that industry or something. And um, he told me that, um, you know, all their testing is, is final, but not yet public. And they're going to market with it. So I invested in his company. Is that insider trading or like, or do you have to be actively involved? Like I'd, I'd have to look up the definition because fuck, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I do know, uh, Really shitty behavior when I see it, and I think we've seen it. <laughs> I think we're seeing a lot of it. I don't it. know the legality or any of the specifics, but I know a fucking squirrel when I see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wags its tail. It runs up it, trees. Yeah. It chirps at you as if everything's fine. Uh, and this is, <laughs> I mean, I, this just baffles my mind. Like, okay, we're in a position where the service industry that makes up a very large percentage of... In, in, you know, unformally trained workers in America. I don't know what it is, 20, 30%. Like, it could be higher because a lot of that is not through Pew Research or whatever. Well, but it's also, like, let's just say, so it's not only sort of food and beverage. Yeah. But it's also the people that come, that, you know, do cleaning of individual homes. Like, you're in the service industry, like, like, I don't have a maid or anything, but um, I... You know, they, they, they do actively come and clean yeah. the building that I live in. Yeah. And, you know, the HOA pays for that. And like, okay, uh, and, and, and they are uh, small 
you know, mom and pop shop. Mm-hmm. They own their own company. Um, so there's, you know, that kind of service. Right. I mean, there are all kinds of things that just got erased well, as work from one day to the next. Barbers, cosmetologists, like hairdressers, estheticians, body workers, massage therapists. Chiropractor? Um, chiropractors. Yeah, bartenders, waitresses, yeah, waiters. Non-emergency medical suppliers. Like all of those people who are in an industry that are quote-unquote non-essential yeah. are now halted 100. Like I'm now thinking about it like isn't that 40 or even 50% of people in America? And then anybody who provides a medical service that is not for, for you know, in situations that are non-emergent, yeah, yeah, right? right? So right. like... Selena's office is um, on the top, in, on the third floor of a building, and down on the very first floor is um, the St. Mark's Surgery Center, yeah, where all surgeries get get done. And so, since since all elective surgery has been high, you know, discouraged that mm-hmm. kind of thing, um, and anything that's non-emergent, that surgery center shut down. So Selena had to shut her office down because she cannot get her tools sterilized. Where do like the <sighs> trades fall on that? Like plumbers. Well, that that's my next thing was I was gonna, yeah, yeah. That, it's a service industry too. Most like non-construction type related uh, service people, electricians do home repair, handyman. Right. All of those are service industry things that are non-essential, and they have human interaction. So yeah, they essentially have been asked to stop. So I get it that like I'm not complaining about the asking to stop at all i'm saying yeah let's put a halt on this thing everybody halt what you're doing and just go home and isolate or do whatever you need to do and and, and if you're clever and i think that we are clever we've managed a way to keep our collective mental health by securing and trusting you know the few people that have access to us yeah so like although we're not taking private clients anymore we do offer especially for ourselves an ability for somebody to remain isolated by themselves and then they can schedule an hour in the day where they come in, nobody is here, they get to work out, do their own thing between two implements that are non-porous, they sanitize it, after they leave, we sanitize the whole thing. And because we only to have the a few To the extent that we can, we can't yeah. fumigate the place, but... We could try. Yeah. But, <laughs> don't, don't put that idea in his head. Yeah. Uh, but we really like, uh, you know... Okay. But it's based on trust Incoming about... Incoming bleach cloud. <laughs> yes, boom. It is based on like word of like, hey, if you endanger us, this whole thing goes away. Yeah. But we also understand this is going to be a long process. Therefore, people need to come and exercise their demons and stay straight or whatever they're doing. And obviously between us, we're at our house or we're here. Yeah. And that, that you know, with very few exceptions. Um, luckily, we get to do some work here and there because we have an online presence and we get to sell stuff. So we're in a, to be fair, we are in a very lucky category where we still get to actually have a chance at taking somewhat of an income, although we're sensitive to the fact that nobody has any income. Yeah. So we're operating on this line. But if we think about it, our demographic is... I would say the majority of it will have some income. Some, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Income some, or yeah. at least, or savings or or, sure. or whatever. Like, a cushion I, of sorts. Some, some kind of a cushion and that will last as long as, you know, that sort of um, lasts. I was marveling yesterday um, as I was out sort of mid-afternoon with mm. Sparkle and how much extra mileage I 
clocked because of I see somebody walking up the street towards me. I cross the, to the other side, okay, and there's another people walking their dog. So I make a left turn where normally I would have gone straight and walk down a block. And then, like, just trying to maintain distance and then also watch and then see if other people are noticing and behaving in the same way. Yep. And very, like, people still think that it's just time off as far as I can tell walking around. Yeah, I but, mentioned to Michael, like, the cars out today were unbelievable. They were everywhere. Yeah. And I remember Monday when I got back, I walked down – downtown salt lake city to just walk around and there was i saw six people in 40 minutes yeah like hardly any cars no traffic nothing and now it's you know now it's different it's like Like, everybody spent three or four days inside and they're like it's friday yeah or saturday what day is it again it's whatever day it is yeah it's um it what it's this many days after yeah ac whatever (laughs) um but one other thing about our about the business is like so I, th- I think a lot of what will happen is, and and this I think is going to relate to what you'll, you want to talk about next, Michael, is that the anybody who has the idea is, is like handcuffed to the notion of preserving business as usual should get, you know, is, is are the ones who are going to get fucked. Yeah. Um, unless they, you know, the government bails them out, which... Which I, is what I want to talk about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, and so I think in this time, I mean, because... Like we are highly adapt. We, Michael, you and I have been self-employed for since since a, a long time. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I just say my last straight job was 1987, um, and it's, it's been gay ever since. Oh, it's been exactly. <laughs> that was going through my head. I was like, yeah. "What was your last gay job?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right here and now. I'm in a room with three dudes, and Super two happy. dogs, and. Uh, <clears throat> these devices, this thing right in front of my mouth here is uh, suspiciously <laughs> shaped like three, three dudes, two dogs. <laughs> <laughs> the dogs assist. <laughs> no, there's this they make us really happy. It's gay as it's gay as, Exactly. I'm, I'm gay in the happy sense. Um, and, and so we are already, we have actively been talking about how we are going to have to change, you know, change the business, address the things we're going to, I mean, it's, it's like, already a different product model in some ways not that we're not going to keep doing some things but just the idea of like i'm sorry that the t-shirt ideas that have come out of you know in the last three days (laughs) are something we never would have thought of three weeks ago (laughs) well and it's true it's a good point and people are still going to need t-shirts and you know whatever anyway i i i think there's a that every time something has happened in our lives that has sort of that has changed you know redirected our efforts in ter- in terms of what we want to do or can do for work you know we've addressed that adapted to it mm-hmm. and i i don't necessarily see this as that i mean yeah this is far more dire for a lot of reasons yeah. but it just but our response was not to try and oh we got to you know keep keep with the old way I'm like no the old ways uh, like i said in the last podcast mm-hmm. business as usual is fucking done yeah and except for the government that the feds are going to try to preserve certain institutions certain sure. things that pe- they think people count on but um you know when arlette posted the picture of the empty plane the other yeah. day and then pedro mcbride actually was flying back from somewhere and he was you know the, t- took a picture he's the only person sitting in the fucking coach cabin of this airplane and it's still flying. The first class. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fucking assholes. It, it, it. I tried yeah, to get first it. class coming back from Australia because yeah. of my hamstring. Yeah. Yeah. And they looked at me like I was a fucking idiot. I was like, hey, like you can see the whole backside of my leg is bruised. Like I can't. They're like, yeah, it's a thousand dollars. 
And then you walk by and there's like six people in first class and you're like, you don't, you don't have to serve me anything. Just yeah. let me use this seat. And they're like, no, sorry. Yeah. So, wait, so, wait, wait, wait. You mean they wouldn't give you a fucking handout? Yeah. <laughs> and, and now they're asking for the same? No, they're not. They're asking for 50 fucking billion dollars. Yeah. Which is not, you know, a thousand dollars. Right. I just like this is the complexity of like greed that astounds me. And this is like nobody's really saying this. They're just it kind of went under the radar because they do this thing where they're like, everybody's going to get a check. Right. And I think most people they're like, you know, to to pay the rent and the mortgage and to also help with groceries like motherfucker. Do you know how expensive houses are? We are very frugal. Yes. Yeah, send we me have, a one thousand dollar check. I will wipe my ass with it before I run out of toilet paper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I, I'm like we, we are like we have lived in the same house for six years. We were lucky enough to get a really good buy in almost, you know, the right time to get a townhouse. We've had an opportunity to upgrade multiple times. We haven't done it mostly because we just don't need that space. Like we have th three bedrooms. We only use two of them. The other one is a fucking laundry room. where just, we waste it. I mean, it used to be my spare bedroom, but true. Yeah, well, <laughs> and it again. wasn't a waste then. And we're glad to have it, but to upgrade from there is ridiculous. The check that they're sending out won't even come fucking close to covering our mortgage, let alone groceries right. and car. Like, so I get what they're, they're so there's this big distraction and under there they're like oh yeah by the way we're giving 50 million dollars to the airlines and and who 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 are they giving money to that they're not saying exactly and and the whole thing about a thousand you know we're sending out a thousand dollars they're trying to buy votes Fuck for that. sure for sure like we're gonna let's see how cheap you know how little can we pay to you know get the votes to remain in office so so what I'm wondering because I'm gonna read these are the net profits for commercial airlines in dollars from i can read all the way back but let's start in i don't know 2015 36 billion dollars now this goes after they have paid their entire staff including the ceo of delta makes a salary of 15 million dollars a year so this is after they pay that out this is what the wait, airline makes as profit wait, excuse me <laughs> yeah are you sure you didn't misplace a decimal point in his salary you think it's 150 no, no, no. I, oh, you think? I, I'm thinking 15 <laughs> might be. But I think 15 might be a little much. No, it's a, the, the the CEO of Alaska makes 10 million. They're, they're getting paid tens of millions of dollars for the top. This is just American like based airlines, right? That doesn't go for the other one around the world. Who knows what the CEOs get paid for? Right. You know some of these okay. ridiculous ones. Th their profit after all of that, $36 million, 2016. Wait, 36, 36 billion. billion. Yeah, billion. And this is one particular airline or all airlines in the U.S.? Can this is net profit of commercial airlines uh, worldwide in U.S. Berlin. So this is the pr net profit of the airlines. Of all of the different airlines. Yeah, but okay. this this is but going still, on the premise that the, the, the bailout package is for all airlines. Not just why would the U.S. be bailing out airlines from other countries? Well, it, so it, so it's a little bit complicated. Wait, why would the U.S. That, be yeah. bailing out anybody when we're how many trillions in debt right now? I, who knows where I, the fucking money came <laughs> from? But essentially, so yeah, th this will be dispersed a little bit Fort because Knox. It's, it's including worldwide. But you're still in the billions of dollars, and now we're giving fifty billion dollars back to American. Like, they've had one sour month, and they're belly up. How does this make any fucking sense to anybody? Americans are told to have at least six months of salary saved in yeah. case of an emergency. 
what the fuck is a company doing that can't go 30 days without a fucking bailout? So, it, and it's only been like two weeks. Yeah, like yeah, it hasn't even been that long. Exactly. This is what I don't understand. On top of the fact that we're told not to fucking travel right now, so why do we need airlines running anyway? It, oh, shut your mouth! <laughs> Stop with your what damn the, logic. Who the fuck passed it? Who didn't go? Hey, I have a question. Yeah. In which case, our leadership is completely fucking idiotic. They don't. There's no logic going on anywhere. The fact that the 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 payouts for I mean, the, if you make less than a certain amount, you don't get any money from the government. So what the fuck is going on? So what do you think? <laughs> how will the check that you may or may not receive the you know, and it may be a thousand, it may be five thousand, or maybe five times one thousand, whatever, over the course of the next few months? How do you think that's going to be characterized on your tax liability next year? Is that going to be under additional income? <laughs> and you're going to be like, should I put 20% aside to pay right. the taxes on that when I get the check I'm going to wipe my ass with? The weird thing is that they're jumping ahead. What people don't need right now is cash. Like nobody, uh, even if you've yeah, gotten laid out, uh, laid off, that has not happened yet. The airlines do not need money now because we're not using well, them. Some people, if they have, if, if their particular job, because I mean, I use, I, I know from my you know, younger dirtbag days and yeah. like trying to scrape by on the margins of society and shit like that. Mm -hmm. um, what it is to live from paycheck to paycheck. Yes. Right. So, so some of those people that did get laid off mm -hmm. also, yeah, they, they, they could use a check right now, sure. but they're going to really be able to use it in um, a couple months when or in a other month. people's goodwill is, has expired. Yes. And right now there's a bunch of goodwill, a bunch of like mm -hmm. nice as my friend Marco would say, tasty talking. There's a bunch of tasty talking going on right now. That's a good now. way to put that. And, <laughs> and, um, and uh, pretty soon that's all going to go away because everybody, the peop people who have the goodwill um, are going to start to feel the pinch as well. And so their generosity mm. is going to dry up. And that's when you would want to have some type of government agency um, uh, maybe step in and intervene and, yeah. intervene and help out. But, but at, the, at, at, at this point, like for them to do that now and then come up short later uh, and would be the worst idea. But I if, just don't understand if the timing. anything, excuse me, one, like oh, yeah, one yeah, more thing. Sure. If anything, these cocksuckers, male and female politicians are short sighted. Always have been get real, you know, do you know, I'm, I'm here for mine mm -hmm. for my four year term, six year term, two year term, whichever it is. I'm going to try the fuck get reelected mm -hmm. so that the good I did for the companies, um, you know, can finally, you know, create the windfall that I need. And then I'll maybe go back to private life and, you know, enjoy my shit. But I, th but, um, long term thinking, I believe is somewhat rare. And in this one instance, I might have to agree with my dad, which is fucking galls me to say <laughs> um, that certain bureaucracies are actually beneficial for societal good. I, I do agree with that. I think I think it's like when like, you get to a certain number, you're going to have to have organization and committees and have, you know, dumbed down decision making because there's not it, it's untrustworthy to leave it in the 
you know hands of one person who yeah, you, for you sure. know, elected. So bureaucracy is just a part but, of but the, but I'm, the, the bureaucracy. What I'm that I'm talking yeah. about is like the long term, like the people who's you know within different governments who actually do the most of the heavy lifting, mm-hmm. whose jobs do not change regardless of who gets elected above them. Yeah. Right. Non-elected office, these structures. And yeah, for sure. There's, you know, the fact that you can't get fired from that job or the fact, you know, there's, there's, there are numerous problems with it, but that institutional sort of inertia and collective knowledge may be a good thing in some instances. I'm still going to try and fight it, but whatever. Yeah. Well, it's because we're at a point where we see how broken the whole system is. Like it is like we are so outdated that you can't even like so just to talk about like farsightedness when when this thing starts happening and you know it's like oh they're closing and it's supposed to for two weeks and you're like that's not a two week this is not a two-week problem you're just like no do if you the just math. look everywhere else it's yeah. of course it's not a two-week problem and so if 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 they say it's two weeks and that makes you feel good mm-hmm. um i really think people think in like two weeks it's just going to be like status quo go back to your normal life and i mean we know that's not the case but i really think people are thinking that like oh, i'll hang out in my house for two weeks homeschool my kids do whatever have some drinks you know spring break whatever it's not going to be two weeks uh, no and i don't even think it'll be less than four months to be honest before uh, before there's like a semblance of like something needing to churn and right. like okay now we can like to start to jumpstart this thing by that time the financial institute, like so, all the essential people have or non-essential people have been told to stop working, to you know get this, get people protected who are at risk, yada yada yada. All that we all know the spiel: wash your hands, don't wear masks because they don't work, but make sure that people that are important have masks. The whole, the whole fucking, the whole idea. Don't we, buy guns because they don't work. Yeah, don't buy. But yeah, yeah, all the people. Guns who, are dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. So th- there's all this going on. But what's happening with financial institutions that are still collecting interest rates and payments for things like the whole system needs to freeze at once and be really deferred, not just at the end of a deferment, everything is due. It needs to be put on the back end of mortgages at four months or however long this thing lasts. That's for the sake of the institution that wants to get paid, because what's going to happen is if the bottom falls out, they own everything because they didn't defer payments. And now everybody is essentially bankrupt. And now they have every house, which crashes the housing market again. The only way to save something like this is to put everything on hold. All interest is basically dumbed down to nothing over the deferment of every payment that needs to be made. Cars, credit cards, Everything needs to stop. Power companies, they're subsidized anyway. Like, I mean, this is a discussion Selena and I were having because I had mentioned the idea of like the freeze and mm-hmm. then, um, and, and she didn't, and I said total, mm-hmm. everyone. And she goes, okay, but what, okay, so I have this building, I have this lease. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if they freeze, you know, the fact that I don't, if, if they put the freeze in and, and I don't have to pay, then how do the people who own the building um, you know, make their payments to the loan company. And I said, no, no, it's a glow. It's freeze. It's yeah. freeze. Everything bottom to top. 
And this is how it restarts. It doesn't restart at the top who gets the top payment and all the interest rate and the third-party bullshit. It starts at the bottom when everything is reset. You defer an extra month so people can actually go back to work, generate an income, and then start paying from the bottom up. Because they they weren't actually able to earn an income during the freeze. Mm -hmm. So you can't just turn the, the payments back on. And you can't turn them back on with like, okay, now you owe us five months because we shut down for five months. Exactly. No, it's like, hey, everybody, take it in the ass mm-hmm. right now but, so that we can um, maybe wipe our asses sometime <laughs> in the future. <laughs> so if we're all taking it in the ass, that means nobody's taking it in the ass. Exactly. So what? Because it there's nobody happens. giving it. <laughs> <laughs> there are no pitchers. Yeah. Everyone catches. What, what do you think is holding up that from happening? Like, who loses at the very top? Absolute greed. Like, literally, that's the only thing that can excuse this thing. Like, why does Dodge right now need a car payment from me if they don't have to make a payment for their building or their inventory to their employees? My guess is that they don't need a payment because they're already asking for handouts. The audio industry is already asking for handouts. And this is is what is so ridiculous. Well, wait, wait, wait. So if the airline gets the $50 billion bailout, I fly for free, right? Because it's my fucking money? Yeah, because we nationalize the airline? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that didn't happen because that wasn't part of the deal because Republicans are against socialism, even though they're socializing the fucking risk that an airline has by operating. Yeah. So I agree with you. We should all fucking own airplanes now. We're like, high five, guys. We could fly for yeah. whatever it be. And, and then it looks like much like most nationalized things, which is not ridiculous in most senses. We already have this TSA bullshit. It's government regulated, except there's this corporate greed factor of, of exponential growth and exponential income. So what it might look like if you nationalize an airline is you get standardized pricing in standardized fares because the CEO isn't making 15 million he's making you know 75 to 110,000 like a normal fucking person cuz you're not taking more than you need you greedy fucks it's it has nothing to do with like making us all communist it has to do with common sense it's 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 not that we want the government to own everything that's a terrible idea but if you risk so fucking greatly that your business failed you don't deserve to exist and if yeah. we still need that service well guess what we already bought it everybody why take it in the ass twice that's if i may <laughs> rush to the gutter sure please do <laughs> that's not taking it in the ass twice that's one in the front and <laughs> one in the back. Yeah, yeah. The second one feels like the urethra for yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was more yeah. thinking of <clears throat> you. Wow. <laughs> All right. I mean, we got there. Yeah, it, took, it, yeah, yeah. It, it took 30 minutes, but I'm yeah. there. I just, yeah. I, I had a slight we burning sensation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, um, I, I am fucking impressed by your passion man oh <laughs> like sorry i'm a little bit aggressive no no, no but that's no, it's good I, I but but i think this is the kind of discussion that needs to be had right now because okay who got bailed out in the last <laughs> thing up. and what are they doing now well so they like they, and how much good have they done for you like 
the majority he, got bonuses. So all the CEOs for those companies got extra bonuses for yeah. what a good job they for did negotiating with their, the government. Yeah. yeah. And then they repurchased their fucking stocks that they bailed out of. Yep. And then people got laid off anyway. So I understand, like, I talked to Trevor about this because on my comment on Instagram, I was like, well, it turned to anarchy. They're bailing them out because this, that, and the other. We have people that we know and care about that work for the airlines. I totally understand that. I also understand that if you bail out an airline, the CEO will keep his exact income and everybody else who is unimportant will get shed. Yeah. That will happen anyway. It's Nobody's like the, flying. It's the fucking movie business. It, 100%. So, again... These problems are fixed from the bottom up and we haven't risen like the our government is not afraid of us and they should be. That is a huge fucking problem. Senators should be fucking terrified that they piss off their people. House and Congress, all these people should like be shaking right now because we should be threatening to overturn their fucking heads. Yes. That like this is how it happens. The rest of the they have guaranteed income they have guaranteed health care and they are deciding what we deserve that makes no fucking sense exactly. come sit in the trench and understand what it is to feel hungry you greedy fucks and then i'll let you make a decision for us so to see how far down the schedule and i i taught i literally emailed the only tech guy i know who's like a very high up angel investor and i go hey maybe this is out of bounds but I have a question about, has anybody actually written and developed the software for an encrypted system that could allow the people of the United States to validate their ID and vote over the internet and overturn the electorate college? And he goes, yes, it absolutely exists. There's too much red tape in the way. It's already written. It's already done. Tech companies have already figured it out. And I go, how do you, how's that red tape looking these days? And he goes, it's getting really thin. <laughs> Especially awesome. because Perfect. if you look at it, we're quarantined. We're self-isolated. Let's say this thing blows over in four months. Let's say that it doesn't. No president has been able to campaign and rally his people over whatever cause. They're both shit examples, by the way. I, I think the winner should just be the one who's exposed to fucking coronavirus and doesn't die. And if they both die, that tells us exactly what constitution they fucking have. So we pick again, draw some from a hat that are healthy. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, in yeah, in a sense, who gives a shit? So, like, like um, do I want them to be owned by this, you know, this set of corporations? Yeah. Or do I want them to be owned by this set of corporations? I mean, it's and then everybody's like, I'm going to donate to this campaign. I'm going to donate to this campaign equally. Um, that way that whoever wins, you know, my company benefits. Yeah, it's like sponsoring two NASCARs at the same time. Yeah. The, the problem is like if we're quarantined, except that these fuckers have no horsepower <laughs> on their own. <laughs> Zing. So if we get to November and we're still having isolation problems, what could very well happen is somebody, specifically one person, writes an executive order that there will that we're going to defer the vote as well. Yeah. In which case, you just got yourself the first American fucking dictator, and that's why the Second Amendment exists 100% and existed and and this will this will be a nice test for it because right now with all of the bailouts mm. you, you know all of the legislation like start looking at what's buried in that legislation yep uh hr 5717 maybe somebody might want to go take a look at that one <sighs> um and and see if that's if other special interests particular interests interests that benefit the politicians themselves ultimately and their fucking cronies um, will be embedded into this bailout legislation 
and no one will be the wiser. I think it's five seven one seven. Five seven <laughs> one seven. Oh dear. Are you looking it up? Yeah. I just I was curious. <laughs> Section five seven. One. So after our last episode, um, <clears throat> we received some email commentary, a couple couple of them, and one uh, email that we um, received is super, really nice um, <clears throat> from a gentleman who's uh, he's he's in the UK. He's got a PhD in immunology, as a matter of fact. And uh, and while he says his studies were focused on transplant and whether your immune system is fighting off a transplanted organ or a virus, uh, the basic processes are the same. Mm. And he wanted to help educate us a little bit about yeah. herd immunity because Michael had made a um, a, a bastardized a, attempt. A bastard. <laughs> no, he, he he actually he recalled it a solid effort on describing this. But I wanted to try and clarify a little bit if I can. I'm going to read from this email because it's 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 pretty fucking fascinating. Herd immunity is the concept of individuals in a community who are not individually immune to an infectious agent being protected from infection by this agent because the majority of the community are are individually immune. Take the example of a class of school kids and measles. There is one kid in the class who has an inherited immune disorder and even with vaccination can't mount a protective immune response against the measles virus. Then there's one kid with anti-vaccine parents. Huh. If every other kid in the class is vaccinated and therefore individually immune, even if the unvaccinated kid comes into contact with the measles virus and gets into the community, since everyone else is immune, the potential routes of transmission for the virus are closed down and the vulnerable kid with immune dysfunction is still relatively protected unless he is he or she is in close con close direct contact with the infected anti-vaxxer kid, obviously. Discussion of herd immunity typically refers to immunity by vaccination, but can equally occur following passage of an infection through a community. It's typically felt that a reasonable herd immunity effect will kick in once upwards of 60% of the population are immune, but that figure is a bit of a guesstimate and likely varies with how effective um, different pathogens are at spreading and how contagious they are. Uh, the other important concept with this is that being vaccinated or becoming immune by infection doesn't stop an individual picking up, quote unquote, um, the same pathogen again. And uh, it's not some magic plastic wrap that stops the bugs getting in. They can and do. But to use a fitness analogy, immunity is having a trained immune system. The immune individual will rapidly recognize the pathogen and deploy specific resources required to contain and overcome the invasion before it becomes a significant infection. This immune individual will not become unwell or will have only a very mild illness, but may still in some cases act as a vector, passing the pathogen on to others. The individual without immunity has an immune system which is not trained, and instead of striking quickly and efficiently the, uh, at the invader's weak spot, reacts with a generic defense and needs more time to mount a full-strength specific defense. During this time, the individual becomes unwell. <laughs> and there's a little bit of info on herd immunity. And uh, uh, David, thank you very much for sending that in. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll uh, send you a care package <laughs> if you send us your address. Just make sure you wipe it down before you open it. Exactly. Exactly. How you handle in, in incoming in, potentially infected materials uh, in in your uh, post office box or whatever UPS drop. Um, uh, yeah, that's uh, up to you, folks. And uh, be smart about it. How could you possibly be worried? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Excellent. About 
a bill called the bill to end an epidemic of gun violence and build safer communities by strengthening federal firearm laws and supporting gun violence research intervention and prevention initiatives. That doesn't seem like it get carried away. Nope. <laughs> Was that slid in under the last thing? Because it's still it's, it's just no, been no, introduced, it's, it, right? Well, no, it was. I think it was introduced originally introduced in January. Oh, okay. Maybe in Jesus discussion, Christ. maybe stalled out. But but if you look at that and the extensive nature of the rights that they oh, are yeah. um, uh, assigning to themselves, or or yeah. you know, uh, in contradiction uh, to the Constitution, um, uh, it's it's pretty shocking. And I would not be surprised. I'm not saying it's buried in this oh, yeah. trillion but dollar they can, fucking thing, yeah. but but in every other, you got a defense spending bill, and there's always shit buried in there. There's the we got to keep the government open. We can't shut the government down. Bill. There's always yeah. you know special interests that bury their legislation inside those things. And this is it, it, it's a um, it's it's almost impossible. So sometimes when very when you know something that might be good legislation, tremendous legislation, the you know the very legislation, the greatest, greatest legislation, you know, gets halted. <laughs> Um, you know, in the voting process because of the special interests attached to it that no, you know, that uh, the public is not aware of. They, you know, we are made aware of the headline, you know, the, the, the leading bit of the legislation, like we're going to give like free diapers to everyone. But then you, you look at the, yeah, you know, the underlining way that they do it, the, the way that they do it or the They're other used diapers <laughs> or the other things that are. Uh, uh, you know, ha have been attached to the bill. Like, yeah, I want to give a special interest to these guys who are still growing fucking soy over here, you yeah. know, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And that might be in there. And somebody, you know, who's not into soy because all, all of the people in his state grow corn. He's like, I object to the soy people because we're the corn people or, you know, whatever. But, no, and then somebody goes, Hey, Hey, we're talking about diapers. And yeah. And then, so the diaper thing didn't pass, so there wasn't free diapers for all the babies, and so then the babies, you know, suffered. But um, it was because <laughs> some guy who liked corn didn't like the the, the gal who loved soy. Fuck. If I could, you know, simplify the fuck out of things. I, I, I really see, and th maybe it's just my narrow perspective, and maybe it's just like my hopeful, rebellious attitude, but this may be the only opportunity we get to rewrite what is wrong without any red tape because we can like clear everything out i was hoping this would not la happen in my lifetime really i'm kind of lying you seem genuinely concerned like yeah, i was like really, really? i thought I, you'd be I, super into this so, like i'm pretty into it i'm becoming 20 years ago mm -hmm. fuck yeah i threatened to run for office no shit that would have been fucking awesome. That would have been Especially because awesome. that movie would have come up. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't out yet. But oh, nice. It would have come out while I was, you know, in my my local government. I, and I, they would have just been, Zigor! Zigor for governor! <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, uh, and then I just kind of gave up because, like, you, you, you people are all, like, I don't want to, like. Pander. Be, you no, know, no. It's just like you become who you hang around. Yeah. And so I'd become a cocksucker, just like all of them. Um, and suddenly now I'm starting to realize like, oh, there, it, this, n not that I'm interested necessarily, mm -hmm. but okay. The, the world is gonna need um, 
more flexible, let's say morally and intellectually flexible people involved in politics. Yeah. I, and I like just to, to functionally think about a reworking because I can complex, be right? pro-life and pro-gun at the same fucking time. You imagine that. Imagine that, that. Yeah. It's strange how you, you like you can have your you mean you can have your own idea about how things should be. So you can be mm-hmm. red and blue. Well, that <laughs> has to be purple. <laughs> and who doesn't love a purple unicorn? So, <laughs> so we have a color. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying Twite 2020's got a really good ring wow. to it. It's a bit too early. Yeah. But Twite 2022 it's a, because it's not going to come to a vote. Yeah. <laughs> Twite with a 22. We got a lot of time on our hands right now. We can hash this out. Which I double that. It becomes a 44. Nice. And I start doing a bunch of math. I might get to a 308. And then <laughs> and then we're fucking winning. We're right I, where we need to be. Yep. I, I don't see the restructuring as that big of a problem. The people who are the problem are also not important. Like they are not the actual people running things, right? Like... <laughs> The like take whatever industry you want. It runs on its own. Even if it's a federally run, like the U.S. Postal Service runs on its own. Wait, wait, wait. You're Congress. saying one of these airlines that we're talking about could actually potentially operate without the fifteen million dollar um, hit yep. every year? Easily, huh? I, and then in which case I go, let's do like if this is public service, it's public service. Why does anyone make more than the other? Our con, we like and this is you know I'm just so people understand. Wait, we're getting dangerously close to the Communism? topic. I I announced that the uh, how to enrich yourself oh, by okay. politics. So, so yeah, this this is the topic, right? <laughs> yeah. This is how to not do that and how to stay away from it, or how to do it as a collective so that that everybody benefits. Here's the difference: we we live in America as a land of opportunity. Everybody's so grateful to be here. Yada, yada, yada. We build businesses. This is where you can become something and make yourself wealthy. We get it. That is based on a healthy idea of competition mm-hmm. and fair market trading. We have neither that are fair. They are all fixed. They're all lobbied. They're all spoken for. They're special interest groups. But why is our political and our public service so fixed? If competition is the way to enrich and get better products and like get everybody mm-hmm. more wealthy, why isn't it a competitive market? So what I'm proposing is that everybody that enters into public service does it because they actually want to serve the public. There is a And they also enter into public housing. That could be part of it. But here's a here's an easier fix. Your income is the national median income. Yeah. You Why imp- would it you, be you any Im- more than that? Exactly. You improve the national median income, you also get a raise. You're exactly amazing. It's shocking how that works. It doesn't matter if you're the president. It doesn't matter if you're Congress. It doesn't matter if you're a police officer. $61,000 a year should be enough to live. Should it not? If it's not, fucking go to work and make it 70. Yeah. There is literally no reason why this can't happen. But you have to take out special interest groups. You have to get rid of a lot of the concepts that we have just adopted because we don't have horse and buggies anymore there we have well. the internet we literally don't need an electoral college we don't need a representative i, we can I become would have a true to democracy. say that you know since i don't have a um a, a fiber optic connection to the internet yeah my um my 
you know, TSL line. Is that what I have? DSL? It's a horse and buggy. It's a horse internet. and buggy of the internet. Yeah, <laughs> it, could, it could be, but it still works. I mean, I'm totally down with wearing a tripoint hat. I think that shit's awesome. Yeah. And one of those French Revolution fucking coats that come up to here the, with the brass buttons. Yeah. Down the what and was the thing? that oh. fucking werewolf movie with? Um, God, the Iron Chef in it. God damn it! They go kill the werewolf. That was like Wait, one of the Bobby best. Bobby Flay? No, 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 no. Uh, no, with I, I want to well, say. Why can't I see his name? He, he was Kosugi. In, oh, oh, I, <laughs> no, he is the Iron Chef. No, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. Shokasugi. I know, but <laughs> fuck, he was in that movie with Capoeira too. What the fuck? Why can't I think of his name? I'm, is it going to fucking drive me crazy? Okay. Well, anyway, he well, speaking was Speaking of that room. internet, you have that machine in your lap that will tell you the answer. Just, just turn on your tricorder, man. <laughs> we need tricorders. That would be an excellent. Do you think if we couldn't pay bills online that we'd still have to pay every bill that we have right now? Like if you had to walk into Dodge and give them money and not put it online. Wait, what do you mean? Sorry, I'm going back to thinking yeah, no, about no, no. freezing of the assets yeah. or freezing of payments or yeah. all that stuff. Um, if I had to walk into Dodge yeah. and hand them like $1,000 in cash yeah. or whatever it is, would we still have to go do that based on this <laughs> lockdown if we couldn't? Because right now, like we still pay things because we have to pay them online. Right. Like people aren't, I'm assuming. But I can't, I can't, I can't pay because I can't go to the... That's my point. I can't get the dealership's not open. The, right. The the bank is not open, or maybe it, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's well, it would be a different world we were living in. That's true. With horses <sighs> and buggies, and you'd be paying off a buggy or a horse, and um, that'd be different. It's Mark Descascos. <laughs> oh, does yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I wouldn't have come up with that. <laughs> and the movie he was in was Brotherhood of the Wolf. I don't. Think he I've was seen also that. in some other pretty awesome. He movies. He was in John Wick Three. Was only, really? the, only the strong is his Capoeira movie. Okay, so what's his? Uh, he's he's. He, I think he was in a movie with DMX also. Oh, for sure. Uh, oh, drive. Was that oh, drive? I was going to say no. Exit Cra- Cradle to the Grave. Oh, Cradle to the Grave. Yeah, yeah, I know it was one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, you're, you're cool, very nice. <laughs> nice. The, the, the chain is scene. That, in, is that good in, or bad that I know DMX movie? Come on. <laughs> Scott's because I know every movie DMX has been in. Because I sing a DMX song almost every night we're walking Sparkle. Because instead of where to hood at, I sing where to deer at whenever we go deer hunting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So anyway, back to my rendition. And how Stuart to... Walton, that is a shout out to you. Because I would not, every time I hear any kind of DMX thing, I am immediately transported back to our Justice League studio and the basketball games oh, that nice. we used to play. And, and DMX was always the soundtrack. So I uh, hope everything is Fantastic. going okay in nice. the UK. Stuart, thinking of you, proud father. <laughs> there was a point. No, you were a proud father, not me. <laughs> there was a point driving here from uh, Massachusetts recently when I was like, man, I, I need to listen to something different. And DMX came up. <laughs> And I was like, all right, I'm going to buy it or download or whatever his first album. X going to give it to you. And after like two <laughs> songs, I was, Iowa. <laughs> I was like, this this isn't what it used to be for me. Okay. <laughs> so you turned on I Am The Bull God and just went with uh, Bobby Ritchie. Well, that, then his, I went and downloaded <laughs> a newer DMX album. Oh. Same same thing. Yeah. I, I was like Flesh of My Flesh, I think. And I was like, nope, still not doing it for No, me. but it's super, it was, it was hardcore back then. Oh yeah, I have a lot now of memories from a lot of those songs. Now it's just like snap your fingers and yeah. It's funny how music really loses its edge after about ten years. <laughs> it's really it's in kind the of fun. Fuck, this Doesn't is Doesn't DMX have like Christmas songs now? 
Potentially. I think he does. I think he has tax liabilities now, <laughs> but um, that's different than Christmas songs. <laughs> Maybe those will all go away. Um, so they did, so, you know, all certain things, you know, everybody dreads April 15th. So now it's July 15th. Yeah. That got moved. Yeah. Oh, so I don't um, have to do my taxes this weekend? No. I missed that. Oh, that's fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah but kind of. You have no income anyway. So. Right. <laughs> like, that's true. I just didn't want to do the paperwork. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Telling them that I don't make an income costs me brain tissue, which I don't, I can't afford. Which I, which I really would not like to hang on to. I've been living on because I don't have an income. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what those ketones are for. I yeah, still got to figure out the best way to hang the Constantina wire outside. <laughs> yeah, without without fucking myself up while I'm yeah, doing it. Like, right. I don't know. Do I get a suit of armor to like? Oh, yeah, I get those shark gloves. I like was, the, they, don't, yeah. they don't work. I was telling Michael uh, on deployment, <laughs> I was one of the guys tasked with like setting up Constantina wire because we we're yeah. at a fob that had never been set up before. Okay. I went through three uniforms in like four days. <laughs> <laughs> and I only had six. And they were pretty much like, oh, that sucks. And you're like, what? All right. There's no, there's no way to do it without Fucking destroying everything that you're wearing and your skin. It's fucking impossible. Wow. I'm sure somebody out there is probably like, you're an idiot. Do it this way. But. Not where we were. Not there where was, you were. Yeah. I didn't. That that way didn't exist where you were. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. But you know, um, do they have concertina wire at Home Depot? They're probably sold out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, people are still trying to get toilet paper. I don't. Nobody's. I don't think that many people are concerned about self-preservation aside from food and wiping their ass. We're in Utah. There's a lot of preppers here, so it was. They already uh, have uh, it. Uh, right. They're wait, already yeah. pre- no, 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 pre-prepped. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Apparently not. True. On the toilet, well, no, no, not not even toilet paper. If if there were as many preppers here, if like people were, you know, seriously obeying the tenets yeah. of the dominant local religion, yeah, they would not have been. There would not have been panic. There'd shopping. be no panic. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, oh yeah, we're already ready. Thank you. We don't need your help. The you Wall know, Street Journal did a fucking article on what the Mormon Church should do with their $100 billion that they hit from everybody. Oh, my. Maybe they should bail out the airline. Why doesn't the Mormon Church buy the airlines? That'd be awesome. <laughs> I mean, some, No more like, swearing on the movies. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Every movie would be, you know, some, like, less than PG. Less than PG. All the, all all the, thing. All the, flight, at, all the flight attendants have Jesus Jammies on. Oh. <laughs> Hell yeah, because if you're going down... It'll protect you. Yeah. But I, <laughs> um, so I'm pretty sure that, you know, there's based on the amount of panic. I mean, granted, um, it it was all, you know, you could say that, yeah, we had a fucking earthquake here and that like set people off a bit yeah. more. But it was it was already crazy before then. Yeah, it was um, in terms of the, you know, the, the, the fucking panic shopping. But I, I uh, wait, the panic shopping happened, but the panic isolation has not happened yet. No, but it will. But people are still out and about. And I, yeah, they can't. I mean, I even talked to some friends that were like, ah, oh, you know, it's probably this or that. And I was like, dude, I, they're like, do you know anybody with it? And I was like, I do actually. And they're in Scotland and they say, get the fuck inside. This is killing people, even if you're healthy. I mean, if you just, all you need to do, do oh, yes, it's Italy. Yes, I realize, you know, I mean, probably not all of our listeners, but most many, the majority of the U S are the provincial fucks who don't understand that the world is one and that what happens here happens to you next, uh, or maybe it happens to you next after, you know, whatever, what, as what happens after what happens next. But, um, 
Oh my god! But it's just like, in the sense. Go ahead and finish. But but, but just like okay, they went the like they fucking brought the military into the streets to lock shit down because the day before yesterday it was five hundred people died and that and that like that didn't change anything and then it was seven hundred people and then today it was even more, and like folks, it's if you don't voluntarily shut yourself in, you are going to be volunteered. Yes. And you are not going to be stoked no. when you start seeing troops in the street. And if we do not decide on our own, it'll be like every other fucking time. It will be decided for us. A hundred percent. I don't know if Americans, the gross majority of them are capable of making a decision like that without being told they have no choice. <laughs> oh, so, so you're, so you don't believe that people who are working from home right now are um, working just as hard as they did in the workplace when they were surrounded by the glares of their peers, <laughs> by the by the pressure of other people doing. You know, you th- you think they're at home. You don't you don't think they're at home just like being super productive, like they normally are. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Th- this is literally well, the busiest I have ever been in my point, entire life. Point taken. Yeah. Like I, I am up all fucking night writing. I'm uh, here at the office all day editing content, like changing the website, getting shit ready. Doing We're scrambling mail. to change, to, to, to adapt to the current reality. Yeah. While other people are like taking a fucking holiday and hoping it goes back to being, you know. It took all of an, about an hour to change our entire business model like a discussion of things aren't the same how should we change and, yeah and because we're both not fucking i don't know, bolted to an idea of what was successful before it was really not even it was just a conversation of what to do next and then go and do it and we've just been implementing that thing ever since the the strangest thing and this just like dawned on me granted i'm not on any drugs right now right now okay. as we speak all right. And I haven't been. I, I haven't fucking had yeah. time. And I, like, it, it's not <laughs> clear thinking. It'll, there'll be a time when I'm fully accepting of that <laughs> state. But right now, I just like, no, I, have, I don't have time to do that. Everybody's like, you want a trip? No, I fucking don't right now. I want to get shit done because now's the time. Because now's the time. And this just dawned on me. You guys are familiar with the Gaia theory? Mm-hmm. Gaia's the earth the system it's synergetic it's it actually like hippies have taken it over and called it like oh Gaia, mother earth and they like celebrate it there's even like companies named after for that. sure yeah. but the and, and the people who actually but, formed this theory are very against how they promote that they talk oh, about of course. they talk about it as opposed to what the theory states which is an advancement of the idea of evolution it's saying evolution happens by natural selection but through synergy and that synergy created gaia Gaia is the earth in the form of one organism, right? So hippies will take that all as one. That is true. But the organism works just like any self-contained organism does. We are a self-contained organism, right? We're dependent on billions, sometimes trillions of other life forms to keep us alive. Bacteria, our stomachs, all of that stuff. It's all its own organism. It is not us, but it makes us up. So the theory goes that the earth is not us, but we, along with everything else, make up the earth. We are an autoimmune problem for the earth. 
that that is literally what this is it is itself yep. attacking itself nice. and then destroying itself and the virus is its immune system it's the earth's try, immune system yeah. to try to fucking clean out the goddamn problem and that like just dawned on me like oh this makes total sense there's a way to survive that but it's not by doing what we always do you literally have to shift your nature now viruses can't because they're just a replicate 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 and spread that way Wait, replicate replicate mutate replicate sure yeah sure <laughs> you know like mormons but <laughs> but a little I, bit different i'm just wondering you know how then you know i'm going to be kind of facetious and whatever but um is family home evening canceled <laughs> because gatherings of more than 10 yeah well i was wondering uh, how that works it's like how do you, yeah how do how do you even Go home if you have like 10 kids, which a lot of families because do. you cannot there's no fucking way with that many people living under, you know, in one enclosed space that and going out into the world that you can manage the vectors. No. Imagine the contact tracing of one family of 10. <laughs> well, like, it's exponential. Yeah, it's no, it's it's fucking crazy. Like and, and so I think the whole contact tracing thing now we're at a point where it, I think they've just kind of stopped doing it mm -hmm. because like. You, you can't manage it. Right. it well, Where were you? Well, data, I was at right? Harmons, and then I was at Costco, and then I was at Home Depot, and then I was here, and then I was there. And we went to church, and because we praised, and then we prayed, and then we, you know, and then I was over there at the car dealership because uh, I had to pay my bill, and I wanted to do it in person because I really wanted to share my <laughs> shit. And then, like, there's no fucking now. There's 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 no way, and the only means of stopping transmission is stopping exposure. And mm -hmm. all movement is exposure of some kind. I mean, I was reading yeah, a little bit. I think Scott Semple wrote a really nice article that is actually posted on the Uphill Athlete mm -hmm. um, website right now. And one of the funniest things um, that I was you know, kind of chuckling about was like, stay upwind of all other people. <laughs> you don't want to be a downwinder. No, you don't. No. Dude, I ran, <laughs> so I was running today and I happened to be like somebody was in front of me walking in the same direction. But in yep. my head, I go, they're breathing. Yep. So I was like, there's probably quite a bit of fall. So I held my breath for 45 seconds in the vicinity <laughs> going past them. Just because you're like. Do you got your goggles on? Uh, glasses. Yeah. Sweet. I actually, I would have stopped and not gone if I didn't have glasses and I had my ears covered too. So like, is that paranoia? Yeah, but like people are arguing about whether we're over preparing and that like our our excitement to over prepare is um in fact why the economy is crashing. And I go, look, there there's a really simple flow chart based on this stuff. After years of mathematical study, I have figured out the flow chart and it's very very simple. Does over preparing kill you? No, does it save you? Yes. Okay, over prepare. Does <laughs> over preparing crush the economy no. no okay over prepare does it yes can you individually save the economy by yourself no. no fucking isolate those are the only problems you need to think about is crumbling anyway flow chart solved Thanks, i like man. that let's make a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> um, so now i'm looking at you know when we start talking about like okay we want to control as much as uh, much as, as we can control right Somebody yeah. sent an email yesterday saying, hey, I'd like to order some prints, but, you know, I want to make sure that they don't get stopped in the mail if everything shuts down. I'm just like, okay, time to buy a fucking printer. Yeah. Like, I want to, you know, now I'm starting to research like 40, 40 you know, the 44-inch wide mm -hmm. or up to 44-inch wide printers. Can't print the 48-inch panels. Sorry, but um, 
you know, maybe that's something that, you know, I need to do in house. And then I'm thinking, oh, do we need to make our, we, we have been talking for a long time about buying our own screen printing mm-hmm. machine to make t-shirts so that we could have as much control as possible. Obviously, we're not going to stitch everything ourselves, but if we had the blanks in stock before all this shit went down, you know, then we could be controlling stuff in our own somewhat clean environment. I mm-hmm. think this is the way ahead and the time is fucking now. I would agree with that. Uh, and this is so maybe it's a little bit premature, but our idea of going like, obviously, we're talking about politics. We're talking about, you know, overthrowing things as an idea. That'll come later. It will. It'll but all be available. I, but I'm not a pol- like I have a fucking rat tail, people. I'm not going to rough her off. It's like th- this isn't what I'm talking about. But there- you will. But <laughs> in, the fu- <laughs> in the future, you will be able to. And this this is the problem, because. Who's going to be trusting the fucking wasp haircutted, mm. you know, I have my red power tie, you know, the perfectly tailored suit, button, blah, 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 blah. Who can trust those cocksuckers in the future? Nobody, because True. they are fucking it up right now. That's a good and point. they will be untrustworthy. And we will associate the uniform with the lack of trust. That's a good idea. God, I hope that's right. I, I really, really do. do. I, but I, I assume that I am not a politician. I am not educated like that. I am not even remotely interested. So the change that you can make is in the area that you're at. And so when we talk about what should we do, mostly what we talk about is what we can do for other people that are in our space. A, we have a high influx of you know, help from photographers and artists and musicians and like self-employed people a hundred percent and so like our concern i i think we'll be okay probably not we're never fucking okay yeah um but we get by and that's okay enough for me we will figure it out so that we can make it but my immediate was like my response to all of this is like how can i help the people in our vicinity because i know they're gonna hurt the most in a month or two months so what we're talking about doing is setting up some sort of actual nonprofit. Um, we have a name for it. It's pretty good. Um, that we talked about doing a long time ago. We just didn't want to, we didn't, nothing like drove us. Like I'm not, sorry, I don't give a shit about malaria. I know a lot of people die from it, but it's not close to my heart. Artists starving and not being able to make a living anymore. It kind of rings a bell because I think art is one of the best things that you can give to the world. Uh, although medical things are good too, but art is up there. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're going to have to like, <laughs> Hey, the medical system kept you alive mm-hmm. and here's the art to support your mental health. And, and that's like, in all and honesty, not just painting. It's all forms of art. Oh, 100%. And, and so people know that <laughs> I, I know people are retracting right now. They're, they're like trying to save. That is very intelligent. It doesn't mean you shouldn't consciously consume something though. It doesn't mean that you can't influx the people in your vicinity. That doesn't mean you have to know them. That just means that they have to make something that you care about. So one of the first things that I did last week is I bought a fucking painting, which is a ridiculous fucking thing to do in a time. But my thought was... Holy frivolous expenditure. (laughs) Kind of. I mean, Aaron gave me a sideways look, which I know is bad. (laughs) Kind of like the Lambert look? Yeah, kind of like... Huh? Wait, you did what? And I was like, I bought a fucking painting because it's beautiful. And if I'm going to watch the fucking world burn, I'm going to sit in front of that painting and watch it burn because it's the best thing that I've ever seen. It literally just spoke to me. And I, I mean, I had a conversation with the artist and I was just like, 
I think I know what inspired this, but is it this? Yeah. And she goes, yes, uh, maybe. kind of. And I was like, <laughs> it is. It okay. Is. Okay. Perfect. Done deal. Send it to me. <clears throat> um, I could not get the original, unfortunately. Mm. Well, that's a little bit too. I thought yeah. about it though. I was like, I have sixty eight hundred dollars on a credit card that I could totally. <laughs> that maybe I won't have to pay off in four months. Exactly. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it affords me. <laughs> okay, so so how many people like? Yeah. Hold that thought, Michael. Uh -huh. How many people are thinking that right now? Oh. Just like going fucking crazy with credit cards, hoping that that all that debt will get erased either by some radical action or by the the government that's a radical thinker i think a mathematician my cousin would be that kind of statistician like okay. he, he would understand like oh here's the odds of this happening and if it doesn't here's what bankruptcy cost me i already own a house therefore my credit score doesn't matter so if i take this wager and i don't get bailed out i can bail myself out by bankrupting it and then i'll be okay because i'm in a position where i don't need a credit score and it takes me two to three years to build back up that, that's no, that's some fucking math. Well, so I brought sure. it up because it's crossed my mind for sure. Yeah, it, it is. But, it is a risk. So yeah. here's the. So right now, and I was having this conversation with um, Ben Treasure the other day because we're we're talking about okay, there's the because the, the, I said okay, the panic buying is going to peak and then yeah, and then and then it's going to drop off once people's credit cards are maxed out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Once people can't <laughs> and, buy and and then and now we can go to the store and actually you know and not, then not wait in line and panic that stealing kind of will happen. <laughs> well, there's that. Sure. Um. And and speaking of, so uh, we were sometime previously. We got to get back to the art thing though, Michael. Um. And the changing of the business, but but previously we were talking about um, you know EMS and and police services and that kind of thing being you know um, uh, the changing in terms of what they're focusing on um, and the release of prisoners the non prosecution of um, anything that's like not violent sort of crime or things that that you know they're not going to like arrest arrest and detain people unless they are a threat to public health in some way or public safety in some mm -hmm. way that means all property crime will go up. Mm -hmm. Hence the discussion of concertina wire, um, right. you know, which, you know, the whatever the building's relatively secure. Now we got an onsite security guard and a, and a, and a guard dog, and um, <clears throat> you, thou shalt be well supplied, my son. Um, <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> and uh, um, but but it's a, a really fascinating thing that people aren't thinking yet of what comes after, what comes next. No, yeah, and it, and it will be the panic stealing yeah. and it will be the property crimes and that kind of, and that kind of thing, which you know, like we like, and then it will be up to the citizenry to help the police maintain order for sure. And, and, and not by going fucking haywire, yeah. but just be by saying, Hey, look, please don't contribute to the down to the utter downfall of society at this time. I'll give you what I can. Don't fucking take it. Yeah. Well, people are charitable because they're not hungry yet. As soon as hunger becomes a part of it, societies change. Yeah. Like, uh, they, they, yeah. Man, all those macro counters are going to really struggle pretty soon. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get... <laughs> oh, back to fitness? It is a fitness podcast yeah, after Oh, all. right. No, it's but it's the world's worst fitness podcast. Well, actually, you know, if I was to believe <clears throat> what I read in the magazines... I saw one that was published in Australia that, you know, ranked this one as number one, at least in motivation, because we are highly motivating. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The number one motivational podcast? Oh, fuck well, yeah. We're probably behind Jocko, but. 
<laughs> he gets up earlier than we do. Yeah, but when the batteries for that guy's alarm clock run out, <laughs> fucker's going to be sleeping in. Because <laughs> uh, he's so fucking tired. He's yeah, just like, so oh, tired. thank God. <laughs> fucking thank God. Do you God. think he still wakes up at 4.32 oh, in knows? isolation? Like, <laughs> Probably. Do you know how annoying that would be <laughs> to be his wife and his kids? Like, God damn it, Dad. <laughs> Just fucking sleep in. You don't have anywhere to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I'm sorry, but to, to back to the, the the art thing and the in the support thing. I mean, part of like we mentioned it on the last podcast um, that we were kind of indecisive, yeah, about whether we were going to go ahead and print this particular zine that we have ready. Yeah. We were kind of on the fence. We were, but like, I think we were six. 70 30 maybe you know 4 30 like uh reserve the capital just in case um but i think it's the it it's the smart thing to do and especially um based on the conversation that we had today and we already committed i already you know sent them fucking money so <laughs> we're it's it's happening we are going to we are going to go ahead in this time and like i said it's like 15 percent of our capital reserve right now to actually get this thing made but i think it's the right thing to do and that the way that we're going to do it, can, is it okay if I yeah. just fucking drop this? Yeah. So the way we're going to do it, it's a 76 page zine. It's going to be litho printed. It's going to, you know, it, the feeling wise, it's going to, um, it's, it's, if you're familiar with the Ray's anthology, it'll kind of feel like that or the soft cover, um, edition of refuge. Um, and, uh, it is a four color zine. Uh, it should be somewhat inspiring. It will contain no actionable information, nothing useful to you at this time in this time of crisis, mm. except for the fact that you will have something absolutely beautiful to read and look at and share um, when it does come out. And so what we intend to do is uh, we'll start, we'll put it up on the website. We'll start taking orders for it. And um, when you do order it, you will, uh, you will have access in, you know, more or less immediately to an electronic version of it that you can view on a large screen, not on a phone. Cause that would be stupid. Um, you'll be able to uh, uh, look at that while you wait for this thing to get made and sent to you. As soon as we cover the cost of printing and production of this, everything else is going to go into an account that we will use to help people in our close circle who have helped us. So all of the proceeds after, you know, we cover the cost of actually, you know, making the thing, let's, I mean, fuck, we can say that what the, what we're going to print a thousand copies is going to cost us $12,500. And you can go from 15% and you can see what our fucking company has in the bank right now, if you want to mm -hmm. do the math on that. But, uh, and once that once we sell enough, and I think it's around 300 copies, um, depending, you know, w uh, according to the price that we have set um, for it, everything after that is going to go into that account. And so, if, because many of the people who have contributed to this particular zine, yeah. they're artists, they're self-employed, they're people who hustle for a fucking living, yeah. or. You know, in one guy's case, he's a teacher. His school shut down. Who knows whether they're going to continue paying or not? I'm, I, I don't know the exact circumstances. But a number of people in our close vicinity are going to suffer some financial consequences from this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And if we can help them out, we are going to fucking do it. And I would encourage anybody else who... You know, like, and this is an absolute changing of our business model, you know, like the, the idea to do things. I don't want to deliver something fucking digitally. Mm -mm. Fuck that. I think is wrong. But in these circumstances and for the future, 
it may be the one of the safe ways to get ideas out to people mm-hmm. and to get and, and to, to, to help share art that is continuing to be made and you know i don't know what the next you know exactly the next product is going to look like or whatever but this seems to me you know going you know looking not clairvoyantly into the future i see you know a lot more interaction at distance than you know group hugs yeah Well, on, uh, on top of that, <laughs> not that I can top that, but I don't know if you guys know this, and I think it's important that we bring it up. Um, I don't know if you guys have talked to Nick Laz in the last few days, yeah. slowly yeah. becoming one of my favorite people on the entire planet. Um, I did a Skype call with him and my father yesterday. We drank some whiskey. We had a great fucking time. So, <laughs> like, already. It, it was so awesome. Yeah. Um, so Nick and I have been talking the last few days. He's been struggling pretty good financially he's what i would consider the last barman poet um he's kind of like tom cruise only much more enjoyable to be around i I presume i presume (laughs) um and i just think it's a testament to like what you guys have grown and developed in this building and kind of the philosophies and values that everybody has but two people that nick just met at the symposium i won't bring up their names just because it's not our business to do that um have reached out to nick and have helped him out financially with some of the stuff that he has going on and there are two people that he's never met be- before prior to coming to this symposium. Well, fuck. Uh, part of me well, just I wanted to add in mind I, for him. I, but. I think you've made me fucking cry in every podcast we've ever done, Keegan. God damn it. I was going to say, I was part, part of me wanted to say that because I wanted to rack up the tallies on the Twite tears. But, but at the same time, like tears I, I do. Tears with Twite. <laughs> I, like I think it's a beautiful gesture, and you know, thank you to those guys that did that. I'm sure they'll listen to this. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was really cool. And the last couple of days, and, and even and Michael and I had a conversation even today. Um, when yeah, Nick had sent me a text and said, "Hey, a couple of people that I met at the symposium um, actually contacted me and 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 offered to you know give me some help because you know service industry all shut right. down and um, first you know fast you know in Colorado before here." Um, and, uh, and so I'm just like thinking, okay, well, what can, what can Nick do? Like, I'm, I can't, I you know, I get, when I, when I, when I give a handout with the right hand, the left hand is always, you know, looking for the service that you can provide in a sense, you know, or whatever. Like fucking bartender for the fucking podcast room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's, and that's totally viable, yeah, yeah. at least for me. You yeah. know, if I'm, if there was a bartender and I could just like raise my finger and I'm like, I'll have another one. Yeah. Uh, Nick. And you <laughs> know, just bring like, you what's something awesome you've never heard of before, yeah. but tastes amazing. But tastes amazing. Yeah. Exactly. And just lets, you know, gets the, uh, the, 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 the <clears throat> disinhibits me even further. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so, you know, we've come up with a couple of different ideas about like, mm-hmm. okay, how can we, you know, provide an opportunity for people to do what they're best at in these circumstances? And yeah, it's not going to, it's going to be 10%, you know, in terms of payment or whatever that, yeah. that, that you might make in a public, but it's, it's, that's a lot better than the 0% that you're going right. to, you know, that, that, yeah. you know, the world has, the you know, the government has provided for you recently. And this to me is like, it's a super important thing. It's like, hey, there's are capable fucking people who are dying to work, to produce, to do mm-hmm. things. 
And if you're in a position to help some people, to, to help them out, provide that work. And I'm not, you know, talking about fucking digging, you know, holes to, you know, for the fence posts for the concertina wire, but, but maybe that's a thing too. Who knows? <laughs> um, but just like reach towards those people and say, Hey, look, I, I, this is something I've needed to have done for a long time. If you can, if you can come by and do it, then, you know, here's what I, here, here's the help that I can give to you. And a guy like Nick Laz, I would, I would dearly have love to have him closer to our circle call. I was a bit far away um, for me, but I understand, you know, that his social circle is there. So, um, you know, we are going to do what we can to help out the people who have helped us out. And that's, uh, you know, and maybe, maybe, you know, maybe the whole, you know, business quote unquote, um, that we have right now goes down in the process, but I'll pre- feel pretty fucking good about, yeah. you know, watching it go down. Yeah. It's like having a nice toast while the fucking plane goes down instead of like panicking and screaming. You're just like, it's fucking really You're like, let's just invite my friends over. We'll do it together. Yeah, well, exactly. I, and I'm okay with that. I, one thing that I should mention, cause like, Aaron is so good at this. She has this family uh, group test okay. going on, and people like in her family are like fucking flipping out, panicking about everything, whatever. Even her dad, who is like one of the most talented people that I know. Oh, for and fuck's ta- yeah. I mean, he's like one of the best chefs, one of the best guitar players, owns a food truck in Ashland, and he's like, what the fuck am I going to do? And this is like Aaron's secret power is she's a business consultant. Like, and she doesn't do it, obviously. But when people come to her, they'll tell her what they're she, they're panicking about, and she'll go, "Oh, okay. Why don't you approach it like this?" And then she just rearranges their <laughs> thought pattern. And so, he he he's the only person who has like scored a hundred on um, the uh, what do you call it? The Department of Health screening for restaurants. This happened. He got this screening right before this happened. <laughs> I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> No, it's not. Like you talk to Aaron's brother who manages the uh the the Rio and he says, "No, we get 99 each year and we have we have the highest score in Salt Lake." And so he got 100, one of the only times that it's happened and for so, the truck. Yeah, and he's like, "But business is down." She's like, "What are you fucking talking about? People are freaking out about a pandemic. Set up scenarios and then use that as your marketing. You're just marketing to people that still need food and now you're telling them how fucking clean you are like it's yeah. a fucking bless are you joking you're going to like make more than anybody and i'm just like hey drive that truck out here put it in our parking lot and we totally will fucking <laughs> yeah and we will help out and for I'll sure. stand by the gate and just let five people in at a time <laughs> yeah right uh, uh, this is exactly. this, this is the kind of thing that like no matter what your business is or whatever it, I, and i'm sure she'd be happy to help cuz she said before like I, last night she's on the phone till like three in the morning because somebody had a panic about one medical thing. She she f- found her a fucking midwife that does charities for people that can't get insurance for their pregnancies. She like she's just like I don't know what she does, but somehow she just like thinks of ideas and then rearranges them. So like it's a, I watch it happen all the time. If you have a business that is not operable at this time and you need any ideas, I would write her a message and just ask her what she thinks. It might be a shot in the dark, but it's also like she looks at it from a totally naive, sometimes fresh perspective. Yeah. And it, like it changes a ton of things. It's kind of interesting. So. I mean, it's been like there are certain people. I mean, I, okay, I've, Selena had to close her business um, because 
like I said, you know, you can't sterilize the, yeah. the tools anymore because they use a thing downstairs. Just, yeah, we have kit disposable kits, but that, um, you know, for certain things. Yeah. But it's just, but it's it's not the right time right now. So yeah. you know, I'm like, well, what are you going to do? And so she's she, you know, she's like, well, continuing education. You know, yeah. there's certain things that I need to continually educate myself about to maintain my medical license, mm-hmm. um, and. And I'm going to figure out ways to help people because I can do diagnostics via, you know, because she's a foot and ankle doc. Yeah. Um, she says, look, there's a lot of diagnostics that I can do via video. Man. And I said, that's a fucking, yeah, do it. Like figure out, okay, set up the, you know, a, a means because, you know, hey, if you can't, if you, if your feet are fucked up, like now's the time, not the time to be immobile. Yeah, no kidding. And yeah, yeah, preaching to the choir. Preach, exactly. <laughs> like you feel, you feel like when you're injured and you're fucked up and you can't move in a way that, you know, that you're, when it says flight, not fight. Right. Um, even if it says fight. Um, yeah, either and, one. And, and you can't do it. You know, you feel m- more, you know, I'm just going to say more like a victim, small V. And, I mean, uh, um, and, and like that, that you couldn't express yourself in a way that you could, if you were, you were healthy. And I said, babe, you provide a fucking service for people that will help make them more viable in this situation. And if, you know, and if it's just like, okay, look, I look at you and I see this and I see this and I see this and I think, you know, okay, at the bare minimum, a set of custom orthotics would be a good thing. That's all shit that can, that, that can happen remotely, you know, sort yeah. you know, remotely, uh, the scanning for the. You know the, the the 3D scanning for the orthotics. I'm not totally sure about because you got to walk across plate. But in any case, she's like reimagining a business where she doesn't have to see people. And I just and I I marvel at people whose sort of intellectual elasticity is coming to the fore right now. And 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 it's often people who work for themselves for whom that intellectual you know elasticity is a habit. Yeah. And 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 what the people who are really going to suffer are the people who you know never had that because of the circumstances of either you know upbringing the educational system the work system that they got into etc and you know the people who hold on to the past the hardest are the ones who will be the, who will suffer the most unless they of course will become recipients of some government bailout but i don't think, <laughs> i don't think that's necessarily a benefit it's also a short-sighted thing because that just compels you or allows you to continue thinking in the old way. Yeah. I wanted to backtrack when you asked before if I thought people working from home were working as hard and the cubicle worker. No, I don't think they're doing what they were doing at their job. Yeah. Probably because they're like, it was a lot of busy work anyways. Then they're just doing the bare minimum. (laughs) They just had to hide the YouTube watching. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think, I do think, you know, the small business owners, the entrepreneurs, the self-employed, those people hustling are insanely busy right now. Yeah. Trying to figure out new ways like we're doing here, like Michael's been up to, like Selena's trying to do, like I've seen a lot of CrossFit gym owners doing, like trying to find a way to virtually or otherwise help you know, their members, their customer base, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, what, what happens is if you, if you adapt right now in, you know, when this passes, all right, the world's not going to look the same in six months. Absolutely. For sure. But when things calm down, you will have grown your customer base. If you're a service provider of some mm-hmm. kind, by way of your adaptability, right. by way of your forward thinking, anybody anchored in the past gets fucked. Probably should. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, anybody anchored to anything, and that's 
you know, it's it's it, it, it's this idea of like, oh, this is my routine. This is the thing. This is this is the way it is. Okay, well, that is if that's how you think, then that this is the way it will be. Yeah. Um, you know, in everything, and so if you don't, if you believe you have no agency, if you believe that you know it's that it's this, you're just conforming to this you know long established system. Um, say hello to the dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, when you meet them, because <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I would fucking hate to be stuck in a tar pit right now. So for some people, it's not much different. That like, I can only imagine being reliant on the idea of somebody providing me my income and me being solely dependent. However safe that I thought that was. Oh, dependent on someone who might not be able to adapt. Yeah. Right? Who might not like like and there's the thing is is like I'm I am you know one thing about our close circle, our mm -hmm. group, there's I could actually say this pretty definitively right now. There is no one in our close circle that I don't trust. Mm. There is no one around that I don't believe in and I like I think we can make something really positive you know out of this and then i look at someone who's like like that person who is totally dependent who did who is pissing into another man's cup essentially mm -hmm. pissing their life away into another man's cup or woman or whatever but um and real and and, and hoping that person is some kind of fucking leader someone yeah. who can see you know a bigger thing someone who is not handcuffed to um a historical reality yeah, there's this idea. Uh, it came out of Seneca, so it is like you know bastardized popular stoicism. But I, like we were there already because of you know all of the shit expenses and chances and risks that we took in the past three months. This is probably the worst time that something could have possibly happened. Oh no, shit! Like I mean, just on a person. Like I sound pretty optimistic. I was not in a good position, and I'm still not in a good position from where we were even six months ago. I would have like fucking brushed this off and been like, yeah. bring it on. I'm still highly optimistic based on that. I, it's it's hard to like conceive with what I think can happen if you like just reimagine it but this this idea in stoicism is take some time each year to practice poverty yeah and I was like the, two months ago I was like man am I gonna fucking you know involuntarily do that <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> 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 but I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk it up to fucking you know oh this is just practice yeah for and it was about minimizing everything we canceled so many things that we couldn't afford we like you know changed our eating habits i literally just start eating once a day yep. like i just had breakfast at 5 30 tonight right there with you like that's yep. just, it's just like no this is this is humbling but it's also necessary in order to realize what the important thing is now if you conserve now and you take care of yourself and you don't blow it yeah. you'll have more resources later i mean i'm just laughing i'm like three meals a day go fuck yourself yeah <laughs> that was well that was never a thing for me but sure. even now i mean it's just like yeah i ate today how interesting huh. is, is this then that like people sitting at home bored with nothing to do yeah, they're playing video games all day well, blowing through their food like 
you might, and then those are the people that are bored. Those are the people like, oh my God, there's nothing to do. And I'm like, oh, I'll just treat myself. Yeah, like, oh, I just need a snack. I just need this. I just need a sugar fix. I just need a Diet Coke. I just need a fucking ice cream. I need a whiskey. I need whatever. And you're like, you are of poor spirit. You are practicing poverty in the worst way because you're blowing all of your resources, which is not the things that you own. It's your brain and your thinking and your patterning and your behavior. Was that a dig at me for the whiskey drinking? No, no, no. Oh, fuck no. Because <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Drink, I was going to tell kidding. you when he came with whiskey, I was like, dude, what are you doing? I have a shit ton of scotch. Yeah, there's. I didn't know. Oh. I, I, I'm overprepared. Yeah. Which is great because being overprepared costs nothing. Well, it costs <laughs> something, but it won't be detrimental ultimately. And this, the, the, and I, maybe I mentioned it in the last podcast, but I was, you know, I'm, I went to the store with Ben Treasure, and, mm. you know, we're looking, and he and I are. You know, we're looking at shit that triggers satiety enzymes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I want to eat stuff that makes me feel full, that makes me not hungry. So cereal, and, right? And, oh, oh, yeah. And skim, skim milk. milk. And, and skim milk. Like, all, breakfast bars. Breakfast yeah. bars, um, sugar of any kind, carbohydrate, you know, fucking car- carbohydrate. I mean, I'm just, and then I'm looking at people in line and they're, and they're, and it's all fucking sugar. It's all starch. It's all carbohydrate. It's all stuff that's all processed. It's all processed food. The stuff that when you eat it 30 minutes later, you're still hungry. I'm like, that's not fucking food storage. No. That you are creating a constant demand for more food, which you have a finite amount of. Yeah. So invest in shit that makes you not want to eat more. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Coconut oil is super cheap. You know, and you can take a oh, tablespoon of that and you're like not fucking hungry not whatsoever. Not fucking hungry you know what at I'm all. I'm so mad about hmm. the last year, everybody that I know telling them how stupid the movie Game Changers was and not telling them that it was the best documentary that I'd ever seen and that they should adhere to everything they talk about. Yes. So that way when I go to the supermarket, it's all fucking ribeyes and bacon. <laughs> And all the green stuff's gone, Ex- and I can eat for fucking six months, one steak a day, and be totally fine. Exactly. So let's have let's have a little challenge. Everybody who believes in the game changer documentary mm-hmm. and change their eating habits, send me an email in two months and tell me how awesome. Yeah, how do your grass clippings taste? Exactly. And, it was game changing. And, they canceled and, my whole season. Is what it's going to be. <laughs> it was you know shit. It was I. W- I couldn't go to the store to get green. Well, no, because most of the people who watch Game Changers aren't fucking eating greens. No, they're eating a plant based, and that just means yeah, like yeah, diet get, cheese pizza. Get, and diet I got Coke. a sat. We got diet, fresh that's greens. Not, no cheese. You can't. Oh, yeah. You can't have. Can well, you can have the diet cheese the is made out of almonds. Yeah, diet. Diet. Oh, diet. I thought you said diet. Yeah, diet. Oh, I said diet and then diet soda and diet. Okay, Jesus. Yeah. I was so, it's so, a lot. It's I was a lot. so happy. It's, it's too much to assimilate, man. <laughs> Sorry. We, we were able to get fresh greens yesterday, and both were like, oh, my God, we get to like vegetables. It's so it's shocking what so you're actually grateful for. So who went out with an eye to the future and bought like a, 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 a heavy green supplement? Oh, we have that already. You already have it. Yeah, yeah. We have. I don't uh, normally eat it because I normally green, eat green, some yeah, green yeah. shit. Green but. balance, or I think it's called green balance, or green something. But yeah. s- but something that that, yeah. that provides you know quote all of the phytonutrients sure. with none of the fiber, none of that objectable fiber. Yeah, <laughs> objectionable fiber. Um, uh, it, but I was just thinking like, okay, we're not gonna 
since we, since we won't we're going to self-isolate. We won't mm-hmm. have access to the grocery store. How are we going to, you know, once the greens are done, yeah. you know, now I'm looking at the five lemons that are on the counter and I'm just like, fuck, I need to squeeze those into some type of container that doesn't have a, a you know, reaction to acidity. Okay, glass, fine. Yeah. Um, so I need a mason jar, you know, to, 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 to because they're going to fucking go bad. And yeah. once they're bad, they're done. You know, I don't want to throw anything out from, you know, yeah. from like 10 days ago. Sure. Uh, and just like you said, Keegan, um, uh, on the uh, the Skype or the FaceTime podcast was just like, yeah, I would have three months ago. I would have thrown that shit away. But no, motherfucker, I'm taking that half chicken with me. Yeah. Even uh, so George got me groceries like two or three times while yeah. I was isolated. And this last time he brought me a bunch of bags. He was awesome. Um, and one of it had like six or seven bananas in it. Uh-huh. I don't like bananas at all. Yeah. I picked them up and I went, I guess I eat bananas now. Yep. Yeah. You sure do. For sure. It, it's the weirdest shit that you start conserving. I was telling Keegan earlier, and I was like, it's just not even, we're just not programmed correctly. And now we have gotten like an update. Yeah. Like we got a CPU update to let us handle our resources correctly. Like I used, you know, a, a piece of tin foil to cook some bread last night. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, only ate half of it because I didn't need any more. Yeah. So I wrapped it up instead of like getting a new thing or like just wrapped it up in this tin foil. And I was like, holy shit, I would have done that so differently two weeks ago. Yeah. But the, your idea is like wash out bags, reuse things like like. Yeah. It, it's how we should be. We shouldn't be any other way. Exactly. There is no other way. If this, if 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 nothing else happens, if people learn about the conservation of resources yeah. through this process, it will have been a good thing. Oh, I agree. I was say, this might be graphic, but I took a shit earlier, and I was like, "All right, how many pieces of toilet paper do I need? <laughs> like, what's the minimal amount to use to make this okay?" Get a bidet. Where hey. Before it was just like, hey, just like fucking pull yeah. it off the wheel and whatever comes uh, out, comes out. Five squares for the planet, man. Five squares for the planet. The, which, was, yeah. was, which was actually my movement. Um, <laughs> the bowel. <laughs> <laughs> that was unintentional. Uh, uh, some number of years ago, I was having a conversation with, um, with Rock Thompson from Rock Exotica, and, we were, and I was talking about, oh, you know how you save the environment? It's five squares for the planet. And he's like, that sounds. That's a cool slogan. What's it mean? I'm just like you only get five squares to wipe every day. <laughs> Save those trees, motherfuckers. Use wisely. Uh, use wisely. <laughs> so that was um, that would have been in like 2004. So I was like 16 years ahead of its time. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And I did one better than you. We. You went to four squares. No, no, no. Oh, better shit. than the better better than the greens thing. Oh, okay. Green boxes to grow. Yeah can't do it i know in my, in, in my local situation but i was thinking but, actually we have yeah. space to do hydroponics here excellent we do all we need to get is so it's illegal right now to get enough tilapia to actually support um hydroponics but how about you go fuck yourself state of utah yeah <laughs> oh because they're worried about people hydro- hydroponically producing items which are not um which are let's just yeah. say frowned upon here mm-hmm. yeah which I could care. That's the opposite drug you probably want to take. Well, right we now. do. We um, that was another conversation. We yeah. had. Well, um, we are a religious organization, are we not? <laughs> oh God, we should list our nonprofit as a religious organization. Well, we should just file it with the state and fucking do that. 
because yeah, that, like that provides idea. apparently in this state provides a lot of benefits. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of wiggle room with that. So yeah. There's a lot of religious freedom here. We don't have yeah. to pay taxes anymore. It's really cool. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you just file and you suddenly get a hundred billion dollars in, like, in cash? No, that you no, have no, to no, no. Mark, out Mark, Mark. Oh wait, what? you have to rip people off for a hundred years before you get that hundred billion dollars. No, 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 no. They we didn't. We, no, they don't. They didn't rip anybody off. They demanded voluntary contributions. Wait. That's a what's contradiction in terms. What's I'm the sorry. difference between a thief and a con man? Uh, nothing. No, that's right. <laughs> right. That's not, <laughs> the result is the same. Exa- yes. Exactly. Oh, All right. So we'll be selling snake oil next month. Yeah. Um, it'll be delivered digitally, as in delivered. Actually, <laughs> with I, a finger. I will put this advertisement out there. Yeah, let's do um, it. Why'd be- you hold up two fingers when you did that? Mark only had one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like a second opinion. <laughs> Fair enough. Dad, is that you? Boom. <laughs> I, oh, back to the gutter. We, we bounced and then we, <laughs> then we hit again. We always end. I mean, you got to yeah. land eventually in, in what better place to land than the very bottom. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the, yeah. The, so um, make your sales pitch. Let's the, do sales it. Sales pitch. So <laughs> sales have gone up for our, our supplement company extensively because people recognized without us addressing it that BHB uh, enacts an appetite suppressive side effect. And so oh, yeah. in, in, in an increased cognitive uh, effect as well. So you get half the food and twice the brain power. So if you're interested in um, <laughs> isolating and not and you, and eating you might yourself have limited to death, access to calories. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and invest in your future <laughs> and buy some black umbrella and see what it does. And use discount code uh, COVID ketones. <laughs> COVID go fuck yourself. You'll get absolutely no discount from that. <laughs> but it'll be but it's fit, hilarious. But it'll be fun to type it in. <laughs> <laughs> Disc- I should put a discount code and then when they put it in it adds 10%. Yeah, I think you should actually because because anybody who listens to a podcast and types in anybody <laughs> who has ever listened to a podcast and typed in a discount code knows they're going to get fucked. Do, do you know what though? Or, I would well, do at least a discount spammed. For okay, well, I, I would do a discount code I, as long as they typed in "nonprofit told me to go fuck myself." I would give them a discount. <laughs> what, what what would be the opposite of a discount code? What would the word be for that? Oh, an investment code. No, I, an, <laughs> an augmentation. Oh, uh, yeah, a, um, aggrandizement. No, no, shit. Because I was thinking, grammar Nazis losing. We, we, like I let, yeah. I let that URL go, and so I'm no longer maybe a grammar this Nazi. <laughs> a terrible idea, and I should tell you offline. It's totally up to you. I'm going to tell you right now. You do it now. Yeah, 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 do yeah. it now, because this is. Cause so we should do like a 15 percent anti-discount code. Yeah, and that a additional increase, 15 percent goes into more of the Ooh. bank of funds that people can to help. we can give to other people if they need it. That's a really good idea. Actually, actually. yeah, that's a fucking brilliant idea. Anytime anybody buys something, hey, if you want to contribute to the cause, it won't it won't go into my pocket, it won't go into Michael's pocket, it won't go into well, it might go into Keegan's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but but not because of the code, but because I'm broke. But, but because yeah. but yeah, exactly. Because, you know, uh Security operations do require some kind of operating budget. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, um, that actually might be a good idea. Yeah, I could I could set that up. Yeah, and I am going to walk the but perimeter. 50, but it, okay, so um, it's like a tip: thirteen percent, seventeen percent, twenty-three percent. Nineteen also works. Yeah, I mean, I just, just got my prime number. I'm so I'm 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 doubling down. Seventeen yeah, percent on, yeah. on the OCD. 
Um, so <laughs> just so we're aware, yeah, and you'll understand where this is coming from, mm-hmm. um, on my nightly guard walks around the perimeter, yeah, I will be naked with Gus holding a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> I will be filming. <laughs> That's worth seventeen percent, right? There. Exactly. Nobody's um, gonna, nobody's gonna fuck with that guy. N- no, <laughs> I, I mean, but do wear appropriate footwear. I'll have and, I'll have my dude shoes on with white crew socks. Okay, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Gotta be safe, man. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Um, and what? one more installment, and we're gonna keep him fucking coming because yeah. I think right now it's the time. I believe so. Keegan, welcome back. Thank you. I yeah. uh, hope you didn't bring anything with you, but so uh, you know, we did. Uh, we did as, as you know, we were as diligent as we could be. It's about as thorough as anybody's been. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Including customs and LAX and every other place that you just walked right through. If watching all the groups of people outside and nobody's getting sick, and I'm the dude that gets fucking sick, and I've been in isolation for however many days now and yeah. very, very diligent to not be around or near people on the airplane. Like, the airplane was fucking dead, so um, I didn't have anybody sit next to me, which was great. I'm going to be so fucking pissed if I have that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's... Uh, I don't know. People, isolate. Wash your hands. I was just going to say that. You know, whatever. Wash your face. Wash your face. You know, don't suck any dicks that, you know, especially if you don't know the question, guys. Don't guys. suck any questionable dicks. <laughs> exactly. Like if they cough, you can feel it like, because, you know, it contracts. Yeah, in the, exactly. That that $50 that you're going to get is not worth the cost of the virus. <laughs> I mean, you, you can spend it on chloroquine or whatever. Chloroquine. Just, get some, chloroquine just get some kratom and you'll be or fine. Kratom. <laughs> or silver. Is that the other? Colloidal silver. Colloidal yeah. silver, yeah. I think, um, so what is, we're all becoming fucking vampires? No, we're all becoming MLM owners. <laughs> <laughs> no, so who was it? One of, was it was it Baker, Jim Baker, who was who was promoting colloidal silver oh, yeah. on, on his, you know, <laughs> plat, his platform, yeah. whatever, and he got his little hand spank saying like that shit doesn't work man quit trying to rip people off no shit yeah 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 i saw an article about how kratom cures everything and then the next day doctors were like that's not a thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> jesus christ it's alkaline water that cures everything <laughs> everybody right. just needs reverse everybody wash yourselves yeah. in snake oil and right. until next time <laughs> <laughs>